Uh, Adam has a hot uh, date uh, tonight uh, and uh, will not be joining us. Do you like hot yoga? He has decided to fuck every single one of us and go on his hot date. He's going on a hot date. Actually, I think... To do hot yoga. I think it's instead of fucking us. And and drink hot Kool-Aid. He's chosen to fuck someone else. I timed it to the music. Well, welcome to another fantastic episode of Unfurled. What are we uh, on a minus? On this, we're on negative 13 right now on this uh, beautiful January 19th, um, the eve of the end of the world, which I mean, I mean, goddamn people enjoy this night. Wait, what apocalypse theory is coming? January 20th is Trump's inauguration. Oh. This is officially the last night of right. President Barack Obama. This is the last night of the fucking free world. So, I mean, fucking enjoy it. Well, no, haven't I, you heard? Justin Trudeau is now the bastion of uh, progressive politics. Ex- we well, are, except that we are like, not. We are, like, we are like the house on the hill now in Canada with Brexit and with uh, Trump <laughs> and with everything. Canada is now like the last bastion, that well, last fortress, that pe- last holdout. People say that, but I mean, I even disagree with Trudeau on a fuckload of things that he's I, done. I've Already, I've already started to talk about some of the shit that he's starting to do to piss me like, off. The honeymoon is over. Well, th- yeah, that's the thing. Is like, you know, and I really hope that the rest of the fucking Trump supporters out there can actually start to do this, like what you or I do with Trudeau. When at first we're like, yeah, Trudeau, great, I fantastic, he won. This is awesome. And then he starts fucking shit up, and we're like, nope, you stop immediately. Fuck you. Stop what you're doing, right? Like, that's the thing. Is like, You were supposed to bring balance to Canada, not end it. Well, yeah, because that's the thing. And, like, I hate to be the guy that... <laughs> if that's the reference you're going for, yeah. we were fucked from the start. <laughs> yeah. but, like, that's the Which th- is why I didn't want a majority government in the first place. I've got yeah. the same beard. I've got to make the Kenobi references. Well, I mean, you need a majority government every once in a while to fucking get shit done. But we already had one, and it fucked us. <laughs> it did. No, I, okay, I, the I've, first I've time. This, I've said this before. As far as I'm concerned, I never want to see another majority government again. And this well, is why I'm such a proponent the, for voter the reform. The problem with never having a majority government ever again is... Shit you, doesn't get done. Well, yeah, you end up with Italy, right? That's a uh, problem. Germany. Yeah. Well, mm. No, no, I'm, I'm just, no. Current Germany, not fucking 1930s Germany. <laughs> fuck yeah, off, Hitler. Fine, <laughs> right? Like but Angela God Merkel. Like most of most. Angela of Mer- Merkel can suck a dick. Well, by the way, what is wrong with your internet? Uh, we're we're streaming. That's what's wrong there's with a, it. There's a show going, but on. I can't load YouTube. I don't know. We're streaming directly to YouTube. Yeah. Anyway, so. but my point my point I was going to make was that. Most of Germany's governments have been minority governments for most of since they became actually Germany again. Yeah. But 
And, well, and they still managed to pull their country back together well, after half thing, of it being under Soviet control. The thing about control. it is that Germany doesn't have as bad a partisan politics as we have over here. They really don't. Well, and and that's that's kind of what I've talked about before is, is that the problem with sort of the mentality that we get in Canada because we get so inundated with like American identity politics and everything like that is we get this weird mix of the British Westminsterian system and then we get like the you gotta be a Republican or yeah. you've got to be a Democrat yeah no. and all that bullshit um see the, the so the, the that's I hate to be the guy though that ends up agreeing with fucking well I mean okay you hate to be the guy that agrees I hate to be <laughs> yes I do actually but um, no, I hate to be the guy that starts quoting fucking Ben Shapiro because he's a person I don't like a lot of his morality. Uh, I don't agree with him on a lot of things, but he is very right in one thing that he talks about all the time. And that is politics is not team sports. It is not team sports. You don't just pick a fucking team and hope they win all the time. Because the thing is what that team's winning is might not be winning to you. Right. You should be cheering for like when it comes to politics, you should be cheering for yourself. Honestly, this is what I've never understood about American politics is people that are like people that are like religiously devoted. Oh, yeah. To being a Democrat, being a liberal, being a Republican. Like it doesn't make sense. Yeah, when When you talk to a lot of Trump supporters, it's Trump can do no wrong. Right. He is always right. Nothing he does is wrong. But the thing is, you should not be looking at it like that. But it's, not even even it's like, well, that guy's literally Hitler running as a Republican. Well, yeah. And this person is Jesus, who is Democrat. I'm a Republican, so I'm yeah. going to vote for Hitler. It, exactly. It, same, same thing with same thing with Hillary. Right. Like, it, you know, back when Hillary was campaigning, everything she said was fucking gospel. Nobody could disagree with any point she made. If you did, you were a racist, you're a misogynist, you're this, you're that, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's the thing. But you can't look at politics like that. You can't. It's not fucking team sports, right? You should be out for yourself and your interest. And when your politician does something you don't like, you should call them out for it, right? Unless, I mean, unless you're completely altruistic, like sometimes I. Okay, never bullshit. I'm not well, going to say that. But I mean, like things like, okay, I realize that this particular thing would not be a net benefit for me, but it's a benefit for the country. And there are well, some things that I, well, I will take a personal hit even if it then, means if, Canada will prove. You know, that, that's still going for yourself because you're, you want longevity for the country, right? Like that's the thing is, uh, you know, so even if you do support Trump, it's like you have to look at the shit that he's doing wrong and go, hey, whoa, shut the fuck up. Right now, because what you're doing is terrible, and this isn't why I voted for you, right? Yeah. Like those, people need to be able to do that. Those camps in Arizona you're setting up, not so sure about those. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that's the thing is like that's why me with Trudeau, I was Trump really may or may not be setting up camps yeah. in the middle of Arizona right now. <laughs> Unfurled is under no uh, obligation to report the truth about the Trump presidency. Yeah. So please don't the, sue us. Well, that, that's the thing is like that's how I feel about fucking Trudeau, right? With with the the shit that he's done with like when he does shit like I I keep coming back to this, but the fucking like doing that fucking speech at that mosque and making the that made the fucking women sit in the fucking back like and being okay with that well like mm-hmm. here's like here's the thing shit. about canadian politics is that we don't have this like great divide of political parties no. people don't well, they're, they're basically <laughs> you live there's in alberta there's the pcs sure, and then everyone else we're the quote-unquote conservative well we are no quotes needed we are the conservative province of alberta this here is the republic However, of texas a lot of the discussion i have around politics isn't based off of like well i'm a registered 
conservative, I'm going to vote conservative. That's no. not how our discussions work. You just described my dad. Yeah. There are people team set sports. in their ways, but... It's it's team sports. Like, like that, based on conversations thing. that I have with my friends and the people that I know, this is not how our politics work, or that this is not how we view our politics, as opposed to the states where it is such a big deal. It's like you're coming out of the closet if you decide to vote for Hillary or... Like, Republican or Democrat or third party, God forbid. That's like coming out as atheist to your, like, evangelical Christian parents. It's nuts. Yeah, It's no, you're, so you're stupid. Right. Like, and I, I, I think I actually talked about this during the campaign, but there was a lot of stories about, like, people getting fucking disowned. Oh yeah, um, because yeah, for they said like they voting were... not the other party, and yeah. not even and not even for voting for the other guy, but saying they weren't going to vote because they couldn't stomach the idea of voting for Trump. Oh or yeah, they couldn't right. Oh but yeah. Also, well, that's the thing. People getting di- fucking disowned and shit. Uh, like I already went off on that about people like disowning friends over fucking voting for Trump. And, yeah, that you know, was a that was a long tirade. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, and that's the thing is like if you, I, I'll reiterate, if you disowned a friend for voting for Trump, fuck you. You're an asshole. Just fuck you. Also, end, end of discussion. I realize Hillary problem. was certainly no like. Yeah, Let's well, bring flower either. Well, and that's the thing is like disowning a friend over a difference of fucking opinion. Like that's the thing is you like you can't just sit there and say that anybody who supports Trump is a fucking racist. Like, well, that, like that if, it, it is obviously not the case, right? There it, aren't that many racists in the United States. That well, said, like, <laughs> again, last night of freedom on planet. So enjoy it. On that note of the last, I hope you're all are getting drunk. Yeah, I thought I you do. were happy, but on that note, I'm of friends, not. I'm not at all. I think we had this discussion when you said you got what you wanted. And I said, no, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted um, none of them. Un- the unfortunately, we never did intros. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> fuck it. They know who we are. I'm Tao. I'm Roland. I'm Carr. But that aside. But yeah, it's, you know, I didn't get what I wanted at all. I wanted nope. none of them. It's sort of like yeah. picking like, do you well, want de- do you want the, death by arsenic or death by cyanide? Like, you know, again, for like the endless times that South Park has hit it on the head. You have your choice between a douche canoe and a turd sandwich. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's how it goes. Uh, so Levy brought up an interesting thing in the chat there, um, which is actually funny enough. That was going to be my segment before oh, you guys really? kidnapped me. Well, uh, I, I, I've heard about this, so go, go right ahead. Okay. So. Uh, all right. So uh, as I uh, was just pointed out there, so with. Any political party and everything like that, right? Anytime they lose an election, there's always the soul searching and the, you know, do we keep our current leader or do we get the well, new one? Especially for the PCs right now, because they they didn't just lose. They got fucking destroyed. The provincial they PCs, were sure. Not, well, here's, here's the thing, Provincial though. and federal. They were fucking annihilated. Well, the conservatives still have second seat to the to the liberals right now. Uh, they never won't get any less. But the thing is, no. they haven't lost. Like, they went from majority to fucking. To official opposition. <laughs> like, uh, fuck. Right. But I mean, the. So, of course, uh, in this particular case, like, Parper had already said that if he didn't, if he wasn't prime minister again, he was planning on resigning from politics anyway. And thank God he did. Yeah. Kind of. More on that later. Um, and so, right now, the Conservative Party of Canada has been fishing for a new leader. Uh, there's been a couple of absolutely choice candidates. Um, a couple of the, for the life of me, I can't remember her racist ass name now. Um, but the one candidate who said that they need to start screening people for anti-Canadian values. Oh, that um, one. Yeah, her. 
uh, and then a few other folks that are, you know, a little bit less gentle. There's actually one one guy who, of all of them, I kind of hope he'd be the one getting, Michael Ong, who actually brought forward the backbenchers law to try and curtail some of Harper's power because he didn't like what was happening to the party when, and he is a member of the conservative party, and he's, again, those case of don't automatically assume that everyone in a certain party is a fucking racist or a bigot or, or et cetera. Yeah, but also um, don't fucking assume that everybody on the party you voted for is an awesome person is and Jesus, totally out Buddha, for your interests. Yeah. Uh, and everything rolled all into one. Um, and so another candidate has just stepped into the ring, Kevin O'Leary. So for those of you guys who don't know, he's uh, basically Canadian Trump. Exactly. He is basically Canadian Trump. Uh, like, he, he used to be on Dragon's Den. He's yep. been on Shark Tank in the States uh, for our American listeners. Uh, and he was also for a while one of the correspondents on uh, actually like CBC's like daytime economics program, the Lang and O'Leary Exchange. Yeah. Until they kicked Kevin off because they were sick of his shit. And then it just became the exchange. Yep. Um, he's he's literally Canadian Trump. Yeah. He's, like, uh, uh, you know, honestly, like down to the fucking policies. Worse, actually, uh, at least in my mind, because as you were talking about before, just before we actually went live, right, is Trump isn't actually conservative conservative not really um whereas o'leary is like complete slash and burn reaganomics trickle down is god complete utter uh zero regulation is too much laissez-faire capitalist yeah some of the shit that he was spouting um when he was on the lang and o'leary exchange and stuff like anytime i watched it i just like i had this uncontrollable urge almost to start throwing things at the television. Fortunately, it was only pillows, so I didn't do any damage. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, it's just, he is fucking nuts. Like, no, he's, he, he's fucking crazy. Yeah. And he's, he's a slime ball too, because the way that he entered into the race is like absolute, just like dirt bag um, tactics too. He decided to put in his uh, candidacy. Uh, it was yesterday. He put in his candidacy one day after the first French language debate. Yep. Thus, by entering after that debate, he didn't have to participate. He doesn't speak a lick of fucking French. No. Nope. Um, funny enough, actually, a lot of the conservative candidates this time around don't speak a lick of French. Um, and while I, you know, I've always been kind of, of a, a, a dubious nature about the absolute requirement to be completely bilingual, I mean, there is still a very significant French-speaking population in the country. Well, and you have to acknowledge you, that. You have every right not to be bilingual, but at the same time, realize if you're not, Quebec's not voting for you. No, they're not. They're, 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 they're just, just not. not. Like, um, you don't, if you don't speak French, Quebec thinks you're fucking subhuman. So, like, that's the thing. Non-French speakers to Quebec are like black people to the KKK. You just don't associate. Don't marry not a French speaker. Like, I've been to Quebec. You don't speak French. Like, you'll get kicked out of McDonald's for not ordering in French, depending on how bitchy the manager there is. Like, it, it's not cool, but that I, I've been there. I've I've literally been kicked out of a place for not ordering in French because <laughs> je tu uh, yeah. abattant. Well, that's the thing is like, and I spoke French too at the time. Like I, I you know, I, I still understand French, but I, I spoke it fluently. I, I was in French immersion for my entire life. My, I, 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 almost, I, I used wish to, I was. Yeah, I used to speak French with my family all the time. But when I was there, it's just like English is always easier. So I order in English and it kind of looks at me like I'm fucking like some crazy bum off the street 
I, I guess I would kind of feel like uh, back when I was in French class in junior high, and it's like if you didn't have to go to the bathroom uh, in French, then you know you'd get you'd, you'd the teacher would basically almost make you like like wet yourself in the middle of class because you didn't ask to go to the bathroom in French. Yeah. I had one of those French teachers. Oh yeah. Maybe mm. one of the reasons I'm not nearly as good at French as, um, uh, some other people, because I dropped that class like uh, a fucking almost, hot potato. Almost as bad as the, can I go to the bathroom? I don't know. Can, can you? Can you? I hate, <laughs> hate, by the way, well, like what kind of an <laughs> asshole do you have to be to try to lord uh, yourself over children? By the way, to, um, to all of the, to all of the senior high schoolers that are listening to us, because if you're not a senior and 18, you shouldn't Obviously be listening you're not to listening. us. You, yeah, you're exactly. Totally. Wink. Um, wink if you have nudge, one nudge. of those teachers that basically say, that does the whole, I don't know, can you? Just ask them, sorry, I didn't, like, tell them, sorry, I didn't realize you don't understand colloquial English. <laughs> Unless it's your English class, or in which case. you could just say "I guess so" and walk out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's the thing. Like, what kind of fucking bullshit? Like, I hate language purists. I really do. I hate it. I can't stand that entire concept. Is bullshit. Fucking nice used to be an insult. Okay, so if you're that much of a purist, have a nice fucking day. Like, fuck you. You will speak the English, and you will speak it properly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mm. like <laughs> mm, this, this itch of my nose. <laughs> yeah. Well, it just it, it says the editor. It just fucking it pisses me off because it's like, you know, I had well, like I had it's, you know, same same kind on. of thing to like the kind of Redditor that I imagine you run into or are on most occasions. No, I run into them all the time. Like going, I mean, well, actually, you mean this. Well, actually, this. And you're like, yes, I did fucking mean that and that. You fucking knew yeah. that. And the fact that you know that that's what I meant meant that I got my point across fucking clearly. You and you're just fucking being fucking did. pedantic. You're just, yeah, you're just being pedanto. <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> and, uh, like fucking the other day. Right, there's we were, a reason it's called being pedantic. Yeah, well, you're being we were, a dick. Because the other day I was on Reddit. We were talking about... Um, uh, subjugation of women <laughs> in the Middle East on this thread about specifically talking about the burqa and forcing women to wear quote unquote modest clothing. And we were talking about the, uh, the parallels between, you know, making women wear certain things in those countries and women not being able to walk around topless in places like the States and Canada, which or even, uh, even you um, can be topless. I think like, I don't know if it's like Ontario. Uh, actually you can be topless if you're a guy. No, in but, uh, as a woman, I no, think. There are some places that legit allow yeah, you to you walk are, around topless. Yeah, it's not, it's I, still not I, popular. Yeah, I think it's Th like. This is news to me. You, you can definitely do so in New York. I believe, I believe it is Ontario. You can't, I'm, I'm, there's somewhere in Canada you can, I think or it's, it's like Ontario. Ottawa or something. Because yeah. I legitimately thought that would actually just be stepping into indecent exposure at that point. Yeah, well, no, that, that's the thing is like. It, we're, you we're, would think it would. Yeah. But it's a, like one of those little known laws. Yeah. And what I was, what I was talking about was how, you know, uh, the, the general expectation is just that you have re your reproductive organs covered that is the general rule yeah right you can walk well, around in a fucking bikini if you want breasts aren't really a reproductive yeah. organ now and are they that was the discussion we were having because yeah, i was I like mean, literally their only function is to feed offspring which is a reproduction they, function women have a more one. legitimate reason to walk around topless than we do yeah well i mean men have more legitimate reason to wear dresses than women do but 
Besides well, the I mean, fashion, sure, that's, that's another discussion too. Like <laughs> yeah, the but, Scottish would like to have a fucking word with you, mate. Yeah, but the, like besides any of that, I was talking about how you know a lot of people tend to consider female breasts a reproductive organ, and he was like. You know, he's like, just for funsies, how about you Google reproductive organ and see what it says? And I'm like, okay. Okay, but that means we need to change the definition. And I was like, just for funsies, how about you click this link where I'd already done the Google search for him (laughs) and read all the posts saying that female breasts are generally considered part of the reproductive system. And like, he's like, yeah, generally considered by people who don't know English. I'm like, no, generally considered by people who don't don't always go by the formal and or medical definition. Definitions of fucking words. You know what your response should have been? You should have just responded with the Oxford uh, Dictionary definition of vernacular. Yeah. That's what you should have replied with. And just that's it. Like, that's the thing is like, language isn't just fucking science formalities or we'd all be calling fucking wolves lupus lupus and shit. Like, fuck off. Like, this is not how language works. Language is... Language. Language. English (laughs) is such a terrible language to like... Get pedantic with oh, or like argue, language. argue these little nitpicky little things because it is such a fluid language and it well i mean hell, it is ripe with abuse well i mean just look at the last 10 years how much basically we've revor- uh, resorted to hieroglyphics again fucking emoji yeah, yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing emojis <laughs> like a language in and of itself but like it, it, it's, it was word of the year last year yeah but like, I, I want to know what language that's in. But like, I'll still argue that language, that emoji is a language in and of itself, separate from other languages. That's a different discussion entirely, though. But it's just like, I, I don't know. It, I just, it pisses me off. Anyway, we're a long way off doesn't? from fucking Kevin O'Leary. We are. Um, um, but I, I, I guess we've rambled on on that for no. a while. But uh, that actually goes back to the second thing I was actually going to talk about, because originally I thought we were still going to use my... Kevin O'Leary segment bit, but then I'm here. So, uh, yeah. So the other thing I was actually, and this is the inauguration again, happy last day of the free world. Um, yeah. the really funny thing. And it goes back to, again, this whole business sense thing and everything like that. Presidential inaugurations. I don't know if you've ever actually taken a look at them, but really they've evolved a lot since 1780. Yeah, they're, they're basically like super parties now. Yeah. And it's just really, cause like the only, the only legal thing, that is required in inauguration is the president to get up in front of a priest uh, or the the judge with the Bible and give that like thirty word or so off, right? The do you yeah. uh, uh, c- uh, affirm and which, affirm and confess? Which fucking amazes me that after the the leader, uh, arguably one of the most powerful people in the fucking world, to become the most powerful person in the fucking world, you have to be the the requirements are born in a place. Be over some age, have lots of people like you, and then say like 30 things. Like, say 30 words. Say like, you know, a 20 second fucking speech. Congratulations, you yeah. rule the fucking world. Now, to it's be like fair, really low bar. To be <laughs> fair, the, the requirements for being the leader of the, before being the leader of the most powerful empire in the world was, you know, be related to Queen Elizabeth I. True. That was the requirement before. But and uh, sure, but we don't more live related in a, I, I just, than anyone else alive. But we don't I, live I just, in a monarchy. Yes, we do. We're a constitutional monarchy. You have a queen. Look yeah. at the back of your, of sure, your body. Sure, but 
Like, come on. What does it matter? <laughs> yeah. The queen like, doesn't... when was the last time you took an order from Queen Elizabeth? When was the, well, when, you know, when was because the last I have time her on fucking speed We gave dial. them the finger like, last like, time. No, we did. Like, when was the last time Canada said, we're going to do a thing, and the queen went, no. Not the queen, <laughs> but the king. The Yeah. World War II. It was like, could we maybe not come to the war? Uh, sorry, World War One is actually when we didn't have the right to say no. World War Two, we did have the right to say no, but we said no, we'll come because the Nazis are a bunch of dicks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So exactly. That is, I'm getting. I'm getting it's on a tangent. Been a while. Anyway, like a hundred years. <laughs> yeah, hundred years. Actually, more than a hundred years now. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, the inaugurations. Original point. Again, they've evolved a little bit. Yeah. Um. And they've become more and more interesting as, as things have gone on. Again, other than just the oath, it's become a more of a party, more of a party. Um, inaugurations have sometimes been some weird things, too. Um, I was actually looking into them a little bit and, and you know, for, for curiosity's sake. And the article I was reading was pointing out some of the most kind of brutal, like, sort of sort of either faux pas or kind of highlights of sort of the tone that inaugurations tend to set for a presidency. Yeah. Um, Andrew Jackson, for instance, who was kind of the first president to not be one of the founding fathers, was trying to be a little bit more populist. And so he invited a bunch of locals over for a party at the White House after the inauguration. He had to dive out of a back window because the party got a little bit too wild. <laughs> so, <laughs> oops. Um, more recently with uh, Nixon, he didn't want uh, basically pigeons shitting on his parade. And so he had all the trees along the route for the inauguration parade to be sprayed with a chemical to keep the pigeons from roosting there. Kind of worked because the pigeons ain't leaves because they thought the chemical tasted good <laughs> and then they all died and so you had pigeon corpses falling all over the parade <laughs> so that was a thing um, <laughs> now you're touching them <laughs> yep so what's trump doing for his so trump we don't know yet because he's been keeping a lot of the little things very very secretive and um, as far as i'm aware like Half the celebrities on Earth have already boycotted it. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's whole thing. Yeah, so it's it's kind of like almost the polar opposite of what Obama's was like, and that everybody and their mother wanted Except to be there. Except apparently, those great Americans, Nickelback, are playing. <laughs> Fuck. Uh... <laughs> hey, um, man, you, they they can take them. Yeah, I so, mean they're from Alberta, so I guess that's close. Yeah. Um, oh no wonder they sound so stupid. So, one of the things, again, in the case of setting the tone, uh, one of the things about it, you know, when you have an inauguration, you're going to have so many people there, is biological needs take a hold, and occasionally people need to go to the bathroom. Yep. No shit. Pun intended. Uh, and so, of course, they've got these companies supplying all the porta potties and everything. Now, the particular company that's supplying the uh, porta potties for the uh, inauguration thingamajig uh, is a company called Don's John's. And suspiciously, they were ordered to actually block off the logos of all of their porta potties. Okay. Because what's the president's first name? Oh. Uh, so there's your great tone. Now you'd think. That Donald Trump, being a businessman, and more importantly, a businessman who's truly been able to build his empire off of his brand name, yep. would appreciate a business wanting to show off their brand name. No, he's the president now. He but, doesn't have to do any of that. He doesn't have to deal with your shit. 
And besides, I mean, like and I it's said, also not his brand name. Yeah, right. He doesn't give a shit. Now, uh, eventually, they were then ordered to, or the they were then allowed to start removing them. But apparently, not all of them have been unlabeled, and labels keep kind of going back up on them a little bit. So obviously, a few of the people who work for this company either a want to keep working in Washington D.C. or b are Trump supporters. I'm not sure which. Um, I mean, again, Trump has already proven his more than willingness to basically sue into the ground anybody, uh, anyone who disagrees not with him. Not just sue into the ground, but as a president, fucking endorse products or call out companies by name. That's yeah, a thing. Because that's appropriate. By the way, just to, you know, just to like keep things consistent, Obama has done that before. In the past, when he first became president, he called out he called out a couple companies, among them Fox News by name. Uh, so that's a thing. Uh, he stopped because people kept telling him, "Don't do that." Yeah, you're the president now. Th- that's a bad thing. Uh, but yeah, that that is a thing that happened uh, along with drone strikes. But we don't we don't talk about that. Neither does the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the joke. The, 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 I, I don't joke. really trust Trump to learn from his mistakes, though. No, someone doesn't seem like that away. kind of individual. Yeah, Trump seems the kind of uh, guy that. There is an act- um interesting thing about Donald Trump's tweets. Uh, how you can tell how Donald Trump is tweeting versus one of his assistants <laughs> using actual grammar and like not being as angry it's his assistant <laughs> if there's spelling mistakes grammar mistakes and it's like super angry it's trump or like the yeah. twitter the the twitter shorthands where you keep removing like the uh and then donald T- trump's tweets words. will come down and then go back up less aggressive and with better grammar yeah so here, let me edit that for you. But just to get away from uh, Donald Trump, uh, arguably still politics, kind of, but not really. Um, we're going to come back up to Canada, uh, specifically up into Toronto, Toronto. And a lot of our listeners, uh, if you've been listening for a while, might remember the story of the Toronto Pride Parade getting blocked by Black Lives Matter protesters. Well, that happened like a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it happened back in June. June. Okay. Yeah, Pride Month. Whenever Pride Month is. Yeah. Somewhere in there. There's so the gay guy. That doesn't have... anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> it happens in different months in every province. The Pride Parade happens different it, it, times it in every province. It doesn't have a set month or date. It's so don't just worry whenever that it. province decides to do one or city or whatever. But anyway. Oh, right. That was the other thing. If it was from an iPhone, it was also from Trump. Oh. I don't want him using an iPhone. Yeah. If it was from an Android phone, it was his assistant. <laughs> I'm sure the other stuff still applies. Probably. But um, so uh, at the Pride Parade, Black Lives Matter showed up and shut the parade down. They uh, blocked... The parade, they like they stood in the street, blocked it from continuing, wouldn't let it continue until a list of demands were met. I covered like I covered this. I remember covering this thing. Yeah. Now. Yeah. It was a fairly large list. Um, and among them were such things as no more police floats being allowed at the parade, to which everyone on this podcast gave a rather firm fuck you. Just mm-hmm. fuck you. And everyone knows my particular opinions on BLM. <clears throat> they're a hate group. Uh, straight up, just a hate group. I think they're, like, encroaching on terrorism now. Yeah, like, they're, they're, they're a terrible, terrible hate group. That's what they are. They're racist. 
actively racist. They're a hate group. They are not pro-black lives at all. They're not trying to help. They're a group of people trying to get their name in history and vying for attention. They're not actually presenting solutions. They're not working with communities to fix problems. They're just a group of angry people who want to feel like they're doing something good and want to justify their own bigotry and racism. That's what they are. Uh, just to call a spade a spade. That, that would be calling a spade a spade, Gunzuka. Yeah. So, recently, and by recently I mean just a couple days ago, um, the Toronto Pride group uh, got together to have a vote about what they are going to do with the next Pride Parade. And a vote happened. And they have decided to uphold every single one of the Black Lives Matter demands, including banning police participation and floats from the event. Because that helps relations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they have given into the demands of Black Lives Matter. You know, Black Lives Matter, the group responsible for chants like pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. And just in case you didn't hear that one, here it is. Yeah, that's Black Lives Matter chanting pigs in a blanket. Half the people in that group are white. Oh, yeah, that, that's the other thing. They, they tend to call, uh, gather a lot of uh, white university students who have nothing better to do than fucking virtue signal their way into feeling better about themselves. So, you know, and at the Pride Parade, same group chanting shut it down. And afterwards, after they found, they managed to get their, you know, get uh, the current leader of the parade or whatever to say, fine, 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 we'll do whatever you want, just go away. They were tweeting about how happy they were that they shut it down. So good on you, Toronto Pride, for giving into the demands of a radical hate group, a hate group that is trying to stop the progress of the gay community. Because the thing is, I understand some people in the gay community have problems with the police. Just in 2013 in Toronto, there was that issue with that uh, trans man who got thrown into jail and uh, he was forced to wear women's clothes and sent to a women's jail. So, yeah, they got some work oh, like, to so, do. So female to male. Yeah. Female. Trans, okay. Yeah. Female to male. Trans man uh, was, you know, arrested and was basically taken, he had his clothes taken, was given women's clothes, and was put in a women's prison. And uh, since then, the Toronto police have uh, apologized. They've put in several, several initiatives to help stop these things from trying to happen. But here's the thing. You have a, a, an authority. You have a group of people who have authority within the place that you live who want to participate in your community. Mm -hmm. They want yeah. to be a part of your community, right? They might not be perfect, but they want to be a part of it. Why, why would you ever want to stop that kind of interaction? Exactly. Especially when it's... Um... Like, you want to put a float in the gay pride parade? Congratulations, this is exactly what we've been going for. It is, right? And, like, that's the thing, is I've heard people saying, you know, well, they did this and they did that, and, you know, they've got a long way to go. And I'm like... But well, the people that fucking... want to be a part of it are. Yeah, and that's the thing, is by, by being a part of it, by being a part of the community, they will get better. They will be better, right? You don't 
teach tolerance. You don't teach people how to love you, how to treat you properly by telling them to fuck off. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, in that scene in Zootopia when uh, Judy first meets Clawheiser and it's like, oh, you're so cute. Actually. Yeah. Right? Like, that's that's, Imagine you know, if Judy had just fucking went off the rails and fucking like, like fuck, fuck you, you spots. Like, yeah, yeah, like just yeah. Wow, you're a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like, like that's the thing is like, you know, the, ignorance isn't hate, and this is what a lot of people are confusing. Exactly, like, like ignorance it is, can be taught out. Like fucking, um, but there is nothing that can undo the like the signal you send when you react with so much hate towards someone exactly for it's, something that they had no intention of doing exactly and like that's the thing is like you know is fucking toronto police fucking perfect no but then again fucking half the gay people i know aren't fucking perfect for fuck's sake like jesus christ so does, does that mean that the the one gay dude on that float that doesn't particularly like uh, trans people he gets to be in the float now like, like, fuck off. Like, that, that that whole idea is just fucking asinine. And the thing is that with Black Lives Matter in particular, you know, a group that has actually called for the death of cops, a group that has shunned other groups doing actual community outreach programs and including the police in them to have the police come down and get to know the community and help out. Black Lives Matter has shunned those efforts. Like... Yeah. This is not a group out to help people. Fucking like you've got Sky Williams, right? A prominent gay black uh, live streamer plays League of Legends. He made a comment about that MTV video, that incredibly racist MTV video that went up. I don't know if you saw it. The, no. the New Year's resolutions for white people. And it was basically just a bunch of people going, hey, white people, you know how you suck? Hey, yeah, like thanks, yeah, for that. No, no, really, that's what it was. It was straight up racist. Oh. And fucking Sky Williams was like, "What the fuck is this bullshit? Like, this is terrible." And immediately, immediately bombarded, just slammed constantly by people, usually with like hashtag BLM or Black Lives Matter in their name, or people with like hashtag woken stuff in their fucking descriptions. Um, immediately started slamming him with the most racist shit he has ever encountered, up to including waste of black skin, he was called. Like, <laughs> these are the people that fucking Toronto Pride has given into. Like, Ugh. and that's the thing. Is, and this, and, the and thing just, is... To, just to, like, not put words in Sky Williams' mouth, he did say he agrees with what Black Lives Matter claims to stand for. And Okay, and full disclosure, I have two. And, but, but that's the thing is, you know, uh, find, I, I'd like you to point out the people who don't think Black Lives Matter. On it. Where are those people? The KKK. Yeah. Like extreme <laughs> fucking, racists. Extreme yeah. racists in fucking Arkansas. Like, we're, this isn't the police force here, you know? And like the, you know, not to mention the, the entire Black Lives Matter narrative well, is entirely see, built on a lie. Here, here's the thing I don't really understand about the Black Lives Movement in Canada is because the stats the are Black much Lives, better here. Yeah, the Black Lives Matter movement originated from the states for good reason. And not just in the states, but like, again, in cities like uh, fucking, oh God, now I get Ferguson. But like what it's evolved shit. into and like why people in Canada think that the problem is anywhere near the same. 
yeah. is ridiculous. Well, and that's the thing is like, you know, I, I was having this conversation with somebody on Twitter where I was saying, you know, the entire Black Lives Matter movement, the entire narrative is based on a fucking lie. Right. So, I mean, if you look at the stats, you've got fucking. Um, OK, black people versus white people, unarmed, like unarmed black people versus unarmed white people getting shot and killed by cops. There are less unarmed black people getting shot than white people. That's true. But then again, they only make up for 13 percent of the population. So adjusted for population, you get a stat of somewhere. If you are black, you're somewhere around two to two and a half times more likely to be shot. I mean, which that's pretty significant. That's a pretty if significant you're number in a per capita kind but, of thing. But it's not like the cops are just going out and fucking targeting all the black people. Right. That's not what this is. Right. There is a significantly lower number of black people getting shot than white people. But at the same time, even if we're looking at that stat, okay, why is it that you're more, that you're two times more likely to get shot? Well, here's some other stats for you. While making up only 13% of the population, the black community is also, uh, they, they commit more than half the homicides in the country. And why does that happen? Well, let's look at the demographics and where they live. Most black people live in high crime, high poverty areas, Right. These shitty areas that trap people and turn people into criminals. Right. So the real question then, like if you look at it, you have a cop that's sitting there in a high crime area who is seeing a person who he knows is statistically, factually more likely to be committing crime. Again, nothing to do with race yet you just happen to be they make up more of that demographic factually i mean there's a, there's an argument to be made about profiling at that point yeah, but i mean that's that's another the discussion thing is, these are these are statistical like these are st statistics so here's the thing you have a cop in a high crime area looking at somebody who in statistically is more likely to be a criminal of course he's going to be more fucking on edge right he's already in the fucking ghetto like that's the thing you make a funny move as somebody in the ghetto you're getting shot you just are compared to somebody who's in a white affluent neighborhood, affluent neighborhood with low crime. The, you, it doesn't matter what the fuck race you are in that community. You're much less likely to get shot. So the real question isn't why are cops so racist? The real question is why are we in a situation where old school racist laws have trapped people of color into poor high crime neighborhoods and why can they not get out of these areas why are they trapped there right like that's the that's the problem the problem is that we have old school racist laws that have trapped people into lifestyles that are conducive to crime and poverty right that's the problem and black lives matter is doing nothing to solve that well i mean we've we've um talked about this before and, and gone into it and i mean there's probably hours and hours worth of your rants about this too is i mean right i'm my part of my background is i'm educated as a teacher I, uh, yep. right um like education is single most powerful tool you can ever give a population i don't care if you're whack white black purple chartreuse i uh, like yeah. it is the most powerful piece of equipment you can give somebody right starting to educate people is what brought down most of the european monarchies when they realized wait hang on this whole thing about them being handed a sword by some lady in a lake is kind of bullshit yeah. uh, right like that's the kind of thing that that affects meaningful change in a long term well, and that's the thing is like you know so 
how do we, the, the problem then that we're looking at isn't racist cops. The problem is that we're looking at basically racist le- legislation, keeping black people in poor neighborhoods. Yeah. Right. And, 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 the, and the thing is like that, that does exist to a point in Canada too. Like there are areas. It does, now, it does entirely. Because, but, because our system is so much more public, right? It's not nearly as privatized as the United no. States. We don't have bullshit crap laws like fucking no child left behind and all that. Yeah. Like utter, like if you want to point, if you want to point to one, like just absolutely brutally stupid thing that no George child W. Bush did. Yeah, no child left behind just needs to go crawl in a ditch and yeah. die. And like, that's the thing. So how do we fix it? Well, uh, one millionaire figured out how. He invented, he, not invented, he went and he invested uh, somewhere around $11 million into this extremely poor, mostly black community down in Florida. He put in free daycares. He built up scholarship programs for people who graduated high school. He generated a bunch of extracurricular activities. He uh, he set up a bunch of like you know food places and stuff like like he did a lot. Mm-hmm. And after doing that, crime plummeted in that area. Graduation rates immediately went back up to above the national standard. Right, immediately overnight. Right. So you've now got people of color in a neighborhood that uh, who uh, that's being actually helped by somebody who uh, they, that are graduating school they're going to do extracurricular activities they're getting a proper education right that's how you fix this problem cuz those those people aren't getting shot right we have to help these communities you don't sit there and demonize cops because they're not the problem Right. I mean, we can talk about police accountability all day. That's a different issue. And it's not a racial one. Right. Police accountability is a problem, but that affects everyone, Mm -hmm. all people. Right. The the thing that's affecting people of color right now, the thing that is affecting black people in America is how shit the education system is. It's how shit the the support structures are for these communities. It's that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And the thing, like I said, Black Lives Matter, they're not doing anything to help those problems. Nothing. In fact, they're hurting any initiative that anybody had uh, going on. Yeah, because any community where they're active, you just. Nobody wants any go anywhere in there because all they're just going to do is get shouted by a bunch of, as I mentioned, a bunch of yuppies who have nothing better to do. Than, exactly. Um, right? You're, you're going to get yelled at. Right. Like one of the most racist things I ever heard was uh, there is this cop in, uh, at one of the Ferguson protests and he was getting yelled at by this white chick who I'm not even joking, screamed at him. You are a black man. You will never rise to the pinnacle of the people around you who are white because you're black. And I was like, that is probably the most racist statement I've ever heard anybody say unironically in my fucking life. Which is also hilarious because, again, a black man has been the president of the free world for the last eight years. That's the thing is like, this was a person trying to convince this cop that he was that oppressed. And I'm like, you're claiming to be the good guy. Well, at the same time sitting there screaming the most racist garbage I have ever heard. <laughs> like, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> I th- uh, uh, Oh God, what was it going to shit? I just had to satisfy you right with your internet right now. <laughs> Not very. I told um, you your internet's fucked. Ah, what the fuck was I going to say now? Uh, well, we've, we've got no, uh, no drop frames. Ah, uh, you That's had good. to fucking say it. 
Are right. you daft, lad? You've gone and cursed us all. Uh, this is really weird. It's showing us is offline. Why are we offline? What the hell? I don't know. Anyway, um, but the live chat's up. I guess that still runs. I don't know. It says it. Just a second. What the hell is going on? Drop frame do, zero. Do, 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 do. Oh, Senjat says we're still online. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. I can't see anything. Weird. All right. This is fucking weird. Okay. Thanks, guys. All right, we are apparently still live. All of our shit's broken, so, I mean, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chat keeps freezing. This is a good time. I but. love today. <laughs> uh, uh, last but. night in the free world, and I can't even get my fucking streaming bullshit to work. Uh, this is how Unfurled works. Is we, we always end up fucking with all of the bullshit... But, and, I mean, that hasn't caught fire yet, so there's that. Yeah, there is that. Which, yeah. That's a good thing. For I, the record, I, yeah. I was worried. For the record, we're streaming. We're fine. Okay. okay. Thank yeah, because... Um, uh, uh, <laughs> so just to put into perspective what I've been dealing with this week. Here's the thing. Here's some a bit more of a lighthearted story after that extremely long and serious I ranting you. bullshit. <laughs> um, so, fucking... Last week, during the stream, our computer overheated. Just just a wee bit. Uh, just a wee bit. Uh, it overheated so hard that the CPU was throttling itself so much that it was unable to even properly record audio. Yeah. Right? And it, for and anyone who's listened to last week's episode, either on their, their mobile devices or watched it, and like, again, apologies for the stutter. It's pretty bad. So yeah. um, we're sorry. So there, there's some audio glitches and shit that we had to deal with. And, uh, but so uh, that, it, it's an issue. And we're, we're getting a MacBook uh, next of week. Kind. So yes. we'll have that to record on. So we won't have this piece of shit anymore. Um, so it overheated. We had all that. And then today, when I was setting some shit up, um, the network card wouldn't work at all. What did you break? Which, Linux. for, you know, when, when we record, the way that way it works, we've got our recording laptop, and the only thing that does is record audio. It has That's it. one job. One job. Record audio. It's not a difficult job. It doesn't even have to store it. All that goes uh, onto my NAS. Right, my huge seventeen fucking terabyte NAS. It's and it all just sits there and does NAS things. And you have like the DNC server on there or something. That is no. huge. Yeah, it is huge. I'm working my way up actually to a hundred terabyte NAS. Thank. That isn't okay. I'm Why? using that hashtag from now on. Just hashtag for the tell fucked up. Yeah. So Kenzuke is now giving us the hashtag <laughs> tell fucked up. Why do so, you? What do you want a hundred terabytes for? Because I can buy ten terabyte drives now. So that's why. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Just like just because you can run for president as a giant tiny fingered Cheeto doesn't mean you should. So, but yeah, so all of the audio doesn't stay on the laptop. It just gets fired off over the network to be sorted and stored by my NAS, which is a nice, big, powerful beefy server with a bunch of drives and a Xeon processor and ECC RAM and all the good stuff. So all this does is it just sits there, takes in the audio, sends it out the network. That's it. So when the network port doesn't work, 
that's a problem. And so yeah. now we've got a laptop that is overheated and the network card is iffy. I was actually really worried that it was going to give out. I actually had to reinstall the drivers for the network, like go in device manager, delete it, uninstall, like re like the whole uh, to get it to work. Hang on. So you sacrificed the goat, didn't you? I'll, I don't know, but no, I'll leave. No, that. That's why Adam's not here. I just yeah. realized that's why Adam's not here. Yeah. So, but then that's not the only issue that we're facing. Um, fucking so before uh actually right after the podcast last week i started a project to upgrade the nas to the new version uh that had been released so Cow. part of this i had also got my hands on a couple more sticks of ram we've talked about this that i was gonna throw this was right after the podcast i figured a week is long enough to do an upgrade Right. This wasn't. I didn't start this project. This I, I morning. think you misunderstood us. We meant ever, <laughs> not like. I mean, we would prefer if you also didn't do it before the podcast, <laughs> but also ever. So Go I was. On. I was doing some upgrades, right? And this new system is very new. A lot of the old shit isn't the same. They've changed different features to, uh, to be to work entirely different. Right, like plugins are now like separate virtual machine things. Like there's a bunch of different stuff. Technical shit. Yeah. I'd also got my hands on a couple sticks of RAM that I was gonna throw in. Basically a big major upgrade to the NAS. Well, the RAM didn't work. So that was a thing. And I'm sitting there and like there's a bunch of updates for the IPMI module. Uh those went swimmingly, by the way. I installed those, those worked fine. I'm not docking a point for that. Okay. Um, and then while I'm there, I'm thinking maybe I need to update the BIOS to get this RAM to work because like a lot of stuff changes and there was support for the new Broadwell chips in the BIOS update. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm running original factory BIOS. So let's, let's upgrade. Don't, don't you have a change process, like non-prod something to test yeah. no. these things so, before you put them straight into fucking production? And, and I, I should also preface that I'm setting up all of the USB sticks you goddamn and stuff. cowboy. Well, I'm setting up, okay, so I'm setting up all the USB sticks on my laptop, which runs Linux. And I'm, I'm a little new to formatting USB sticks on Linux. It's, so never mind. It's hey, not the same going. as in Windows where it's like right click format. It's not quite the same. So why are you looking at me like that? Just because you keep going on about how awesome Linux is. That's all. Linux is awesome. It's just new. So it takes so, me a second for, to learn. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I get it and I, you know, I'm figured, I figured it out. I've managed to wipe it. I've managed to put a file system Linux on it. Linux holds people to a standard. I wish computers still held people to. Yeah. So I, I get, I get the USB <laughs> straight stick. up working in it. If overwatch <laughs> worked with Linux, I would be on it right now. Yeah. Cause I'm uh, fucking sick of windows. They're working on it. Actually the new version. Thank of, fucking God. The, ah! the new version of wine. Actually, they managed to get overwatch working with reasonable frame rates. Really? And not in, not in staging yet, but in the dev versions, that's I'm, a thing. I'm interested. I, yeah. that will, I will spin up a VM at home. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, anyway, I get it all. I get it down. I get the USB stick formatted. I get all the stuff on. I put it in. It reads it just fine. And I'm like, all right, update BIOS. That goes fine. But the thing is now my computer's like running slow. It's taking a while to boot up. And I'm like, um, maybe it's just cause the new BIOS is bigger and it has more features. And, in, but it, it loads up. I can get into BIOS fine. I can see the, the it's there. The checksums are right. Everything's good. All right. Well, fine sure thing 
won't boot. All right. Well, maybe it's because after all this updates, the the way the booting process works, it does it doesn't quite like the drivers don't quite line up with the version I have installed. Uh, all right. Well, I'm upgrading anyway, so I had to reinstall anyway. Let's just start the install. Let's get this going. Won't boot onto the USB. Won't boot onto the USB. Won't boot onto the USB. No matter what I do, it won't boot onto the fucking USB. For those of you playing the home game, should that be one point or three? You get an update, and you get an update, and you get an update. Everybody gets an update. That that was basically my attitude for this, was just like update all of it at once. (laughs) See, So it goes down once, and that's it. Let, but, let me. But it, the, the thing is, like, it wouldn't read this USB stick. Well, it saw it. It read it. It's just you, you know, get... you know, in like you know, grade seven, when you started like science in school. Yeah. And they taught you about control variables. <laughs> yeah. And you know how you work in a corporate IT environment, yeah. except you, and should... how doing that is never recommended <laughs> or a good idea. Nor does it ever really work. Tell that to tell that to my job because we do multiple changes all the time yeah, to take I the was, system down once. I was going to say sometimes too, like even in states, it's like, yeah, you well, shouldn't change more than one variable How does it do it once. though? Uh, do, do you just throw shit into production? Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, so anyway. <laughs> After you this, fucking I, heathen. Yeah, I can't. So anyway, after this, I cannot for the life of me get this fucking thing to boot off the USB stick. It sees it. It even sees that it's UFE boot, uh, like UFE, UEFI. It's the thing you need. Yes. UFE. It's got a bootloader on it. Yeah, it's there. And it's like, do you want to boot from this EFI stick? And I'm like, yes, please. And then it just goes to a black screen and sits there forever. It was meditating. Huh. And I'm like, okay, great. Maybe it's just like it needs a minute. So I like left. To go do something, I come back an hour later, still just black screen. I'm like, sweet. This is great. Yeah, so you gotta I, love that troubleshooting, hey? Yeah, I tried everything I could think of, down to burning a fucking DVD. Customer hooking, stays. Uh, hooking a DVD player up to it and trying to get that to boot. Didn't work. And I'm like, fuck. I just broke my server forever. Customer stays. My server is actually the o- one of the only things in my house with a DVD player in it now. Yeah. I, I mean, that that system has it. I don't I, actually remember the last time I opened it. In though. most of my it's laptops, I actually replaced the DVD drive with the hard drive. Yeah. Because it's more effective. So. <laughs> I Actually, I do then, still have a DVD drive on, yeah. on Julius, my gaming tower. Yeah. So. I don't think it's opened in like three years. Yeah. Steam will do that. Um, but at this Truth. point, I'm thinking maybe I'm just fucking up this USB stick. Right. So. Uh, you know, and this has been days, right? And this is actually coming down to now today when I'm sitting there like, I need to get this working. Okay, that face I was giving you earlier. Well, I work 10 hour shifts. So I'm doing this like is this... in the two hours of free time I have. This after... is actual server equipment, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, maybe I've just been fucking up this USB stick with my, you know, DDIF bullshit commands. But so... you booted from the DVD. Well, no, it didn't. It but you, you tried anyway. Yeah. No, no. I burned the DVD at work because uh, I didn't have a I didn't have a DVD burner here. <laughs> but anyway, point it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So go on. Anyway, so I'm like, maybe I'm just fucking shit up and I'm not doing this right. So I switch into Windows because I have a Windows partition. I just swap over and I'm like, fuck it. Low level format. This 
bitch. Get a Windows FAT32 file system on this thing. Do the Windows process for setting up this thing, which actually, since it's not Linux, which makes it easy with the DD command, I actually have like download a bunch of third-party software to get this thing to write the, the ISO to the USB stick properly. Do all that, put it in, still won't boot. So finally, as a last resort, I fucking, I just, I'm like, I just re-download the check, the, the, the file for the BIOS update and reflash. Everything just magically works. So you had a corrupt, you were working off of a corrupt thing the whole time. The whole time. It was corrupt BIOS, even though the only sign was doesn't boot. (laughs) 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 So it works perfectly. So all of that said. I can't even be mad at you for that one. Yeah. All of that said, the fucking, the, the NAS gets turned on and set up. And I had just finished building the share about 45 minutes before these two get here. And so here's the thing about the shares. Now with this new system, I said it was different. Fucking setting up all the old plugins. They don't work with Windows shares anymore because it's still in beta and they haven't set that up yet. So I can't use Windows shares, which is what we previously used. So I had to switch everything to NFS. Hmm. So now everything's on an NFS share. So to (laughs) To go over that again, borked network card, bunch of shit changed on the NAS, maybe not quite stable NAS, with a brand new (laughs) fucking file share system previously untested. Remind me what the the moral of this story was again. Don't, don't fuck with it. Don't trust me with technology. Okay. Don't poke at it. Don't <laughs> touch it. Definitely don't upgrade it. Uh, don't touch it. Don't breathe on it. <laughs> if you have to breathe on it to get it working, don't. Oh. <laughs> like your old little Dell laptop. Yeah. So what you need to do, Tal, is... Um, Never do it again. Buy an identical server... <laughs> make it your non-prod i don't have fucking like two grand to spend on another server well then maybe you shouldn't have made your first server so expensive <laughs> huh think of that yeah. my Uh-oh. server cost me 350 dollars. yeah but my server is new and custom yeah that's a you problem uh, yeah and you know what kind <laughs> of a difference that makes a big one uh, not really <laughs> box is running like uh, our the minecraft server thing in our basement like, somewhere what are you, like, you're oh, running a fucking you're, you're running a nas on it what else are you doing with it right now well nothing now because Ex- I, I have so to, there you go i have to settle it my is doing shit the up. exact same thing my fucking server is doing right now which well, is just sitting there so before transferring I, files before that though it ran my couch potato server my transmission server my news server my sonar server my mb server like it all ran... things my server could do if i would buy more ram for it are you charging for this shit no good lord personal uh, projects yeah 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 uh all right well we saw the server off man get on, on this for a while we've learned an important story today which is it's the last day of the free world and tal almost broke everything yeah we so almost... on that note we uh, should probably take we a break. probably have yeah break and then we probably have email and then we probably have a lot of emails we now, definitely have email so we have a very special shout out to me. 
the email. The well, email. specifically, very special shout out. Yeah, we do. Because uh, Coyote Sky, one of our longtime listeners, has pledged $5 on Patreon, which oh. means that uh, she gets a shout out on the show. Absolutely does. A very special thank you. Aloha. Which is incredible. We love all of our Patreon supporters. Yep. They help us make this show viable. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Gunzuka. I thought you were American. Uh, this is what I get for not actually being a regular co-host. I apologize. Yeah. But thank you so much, Coyote. Well, that and it's like the taco salesman. We don't, we've never actually seen him. So it's, it's theorized that he exists. Um, I mean, like, was, but we can't be Gun, sure. Gunzuka just seems like a whole other like eternal squirrel scenario. <laughs> we have another eccentric listener who just happens to like send us the most random of shit sometimes, but also the best. Yeah, <laughs> and also supports us on Patreon. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. So uh, who wants to read the first email though? Don't look at me. You are we, we going to read things. the other one? Uh, which one? Well, because we we got this one that says it doesn't have to be read on the podcast, mm-hmm. but we can. And then we have the one from Coyote. Mm-hmm. I can take the Ryan Horace one. I think it's a good email. All right. Yeah, we can read it. Yeah, I don't. I don't see anything particularly personal in there. Or anything that we wouldn't want to talk about on the show. No, no compromat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it, I, I just read it. It made me feel fuzzy. So the, the, the Russians are not trying to hack this show. I mean, they could be. What are you talking about, yeah. comrade? It could be a four hundred pound Russian <laughs> trying to. Ne- next week, our, our headline: Russians trying to hack unfurled. Turns out, I just got a virus. Russian <laughs> Russian shark attack. It was, it was just yeah. a lot of white Russians. Yep. Uh, so this one is from Ryan, not me. Um, cast of Unfurled. I was writing because I wanted to say thank you. I couldn't say when I originally started listening, but I know it was during the original run. I oh, listened. To, yeah, I listened to my first episode of your show on a cold night in winter, sitting in a small shack on top of a mountain. Sounds ridiculous, right? I was working as a security guard at the time, and I was stationed at the entrance to an old local mine working the 10 to 8 shift. This is 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. Yep. Uh, I loved the humor you brought from the ridiculous news articles you would find in the logical perspective you provided for the popular headlines. Although it was typically only an hour, it helped pass the time and made me laugh. Since the reboot... There seems to be more headlines coming into discussion. It isn't a bad thing by any means. There's definitely more thought and research put into your delivery than any news site I could visit, and I love it. Listening to your show for however long has taught me to be more critical and skeptical of what is presented in front of me, whether it be something I'm reading from the news or something a friend mentions. I, I always ask questions and research when I can. If I can't, I just say that I don't know enough to offer an opinion. I am constantly working to improve myself and become a better person. I feel that you all had a hand in influencing my development to look at situations, ideas, and events on a more critical level, and I can't thank you enough. What you do is amazing. From a standard episode with the, mo- with the usual cast to the off-the-wall craziness Morgan Rather Dashing broad, it's all great fun. Keep up the amazing co- podcast. Your silent but enthusiastic listener. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I, I mean, to be honest, like specifically, just talking about with like the the considering it and, and doing your own research, like that is one of the reasons that I I finally got off my ass and sort of doing my segments for you guys. So, Ryan, thank you very much. That I legitimately, it's emails like that that make me want to keep recording. Yep. So, thank you. 
Thank you. I don't feel like I helped you be much more critical of anything, but uh, I do appreciate the compliments included in that email. I mean, it's a good thing. I, I'm more of a go with the flow kind of well, logic a, person. Well, one of the things I, I've said several times on this show is that one of the best things you can do for yourself is disagree with me. Right? Because Oh, that, I do all the time. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like disagreeing with me. It, it, you know, it, it just means that you have thought something through and come up with an opinion of your own, which that's fantastic because I shouldn't be the one feeding you your fucking thoughts, right? It, you know, nobody should. And it, like any any of the news type podcasts that I've ever listened to will often tell you not to use one source as a reference. Never. We're not your one reference. I mean, our... We we appreciate that you value our opinions on, say, things like Black Lives Matter or Justin Trudeau or Trump, and we love talking about them. <laughs> because, oh my God. But don't let well, us be your only opinions. The one nice thing about Trump being the president is we are going to have fucking material yeah. for years. Well, and that's the thing. I really... His legacy I, will I really hope that on this podcast doesn't stay just Trump cast like so many other news sources are right no, now. No, I know, I know. But... But we're I mean, a comedy it's, show. It's so hard not to talk about him because, like, it's it's such an easy target, and it's what people want to listen well, to right now. It, it, I mean, he did so much material there. Like I said, and like, it's to ignore it would be like well, fucking ignoring a it, a mountain. In the front problem, of you. the problem as well is it's so important to talk about. It is. It is. Like we can't just ignore this. Yeah, and, and you know. It, it, well, and like, that's the thing. There's a lot of things that we talk about too, that, you know, uh, well, for example, like the black lives matter thing, that that's, it's not really funny. It's a lot more dramatic, but the thing is there are important things that need to be said because, you know, otherwise what you have is a bunch of people just buying into some bullshit, right? Same thing with Trump. Imagine if nobody called him out on his bullshit, like, Holy fuck. I imagine the sometimes, same things honestly, might happen. Part of me think that if people hadn't been calling him out, he might not have been as successful as he was. That but, is true. I mean, <laughs> we've talked about that before, too. But, like, there, there's a lot of people who just say things that aren't really fully thought out, right? Like, the, you know, the whole, like, uh, you know, but if they had uh, if they had hacked Trump's emails, he wouldn't have won. I and, then, and it's like, well, no, because his entire campaign was the system's rigged. The system's rigged. So if they hacked the Republican emails and found out that the system was rigged, he'd have been like, see, I told you. And then he definitely would have won. Like, it's fucking bullshit. The, the interesting <laughs> thing that I heard about most Trump supporters was the fact that a lot of them just listen to Trump. Okay. And when, when they're asked, like, hey, so this thing that Trump said that was like, horrifically insensitive incredibly racist and like not a good thing they're like oh he was being hyperbolic you're like well, no that didn't work wow that, again we've, we've said this before but like the very first thing he said on like his like one well, of like, his first days on the campaign was the kind of thing that should have annihilated any chance of his candidacy but it's become such a like it's the status quo for Trump to just spew shit. And so nobody takes him seriously anymore when he does say yeah. the very incriminating shit that he does. So he gets away with all of it, yeah. regardless of whether or not it's true. Yeah. But, well, it, it's, it, it's amazing 
from one standpoint and horrifying <laughs> from the other. Well, because like two months we, ago, everyone was singing, he's never going to be president now. We, we really should avoid We've, getting on another Trump tangent. Sorry. No. We, we sorry. should. <laughs> sorry. But yeah, no, we like talking about the the, the bigger headlines. We, yeah. Uh, we do. Yeah. Even if, you know, uh, even if like being kind of a potty, p- comedy podcast, you know, every once in a while, there are certain topics that it's just, you, it's hard to put a funny spin on, you know, a, a radical hate group. It's hard we could put to joke on about them. that. And like, that's the thing is there, there's some things that we talk about that. Yeah, they're, they're not fun. Um, but I, I, you know, we at the very least try to pad that with at least some entertaining and comedy around it. We, and, we still have some plans, I believe, to expand the podcast with like other segments. Yeah. When they come. Well, that's the thing is that I've been saying for a while, I really, really, really need to, um, uh, like, uh, like, uh, start the video series that I am doing. Uh, I'm starting a video series, uh, on the language of controversy and the different controversies that we have in the country to just yeah. try to unpack what well, like those controversies uh, are. And, and, uh, and I think what NASA are you putting those on? What? <laughs> oh, I, I yeah, like your, your segments about all the political and controversial stuff, which I think would go well to conveying your point over a segment. Um, I want to start doing book reviews. I want to start streaming more. Yep. Um, and by uh, the way, yeah, yeah, eight, let, yeah, eight let, animals is a thing. Okay, we we I, have I was recording. I was gonna men- I was gonna mention that because one, we have a Twitch page for eight bit animals. Two, I've been streaming to it from time to time. Um. Please, like, come and keep me company because it's very lonely. <laughs> Let me know if you appreciate it because, um, like, I, I will stream so more. I just, lonely. I I haven't quite had the time recently. There's yeah. a lot of shit going on, I mean, but there's more I, stuff really I want to do for the podcast. I could start streaming things like my Stellaris games or, or but, Civ or well, something like, like that to that, With 8-Bit Animals, uh, you know, we, we really want to do, like, a, you know, some, as much as the streaming's awesome. We also want to actually like get those recordings going and have some of us sit down together and play games and like awesome games like Blue Stinger that I need to make all of you play. Yeah, but you guys need like a morning schedule. Yeah. Before I can do that with you. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, uh, you know, it's just, it, it's, it's trouble finding time to record. Uh, we do have a bunch of stuff recorded. We've got probably right now, two and a half hours worth of like, like of content, not of raw video, two and a half hours of actual content recorded. Um, it's just a matter of, like we we do want to build up more of a backlog and get an actual so you can start proper schedule going yeah. so that we can actually start releasing. So it, it is something that we are working on. We are doing it. I I swear to you, this isn't something that we're just saying. Um, but yeah, this, so that is a thing that is coming. Uh, it's just it's taking more work because it's one of our first forays into actual recorded edited. Post-production like, video. There's so, a lot of work that goes into that shit. Yeah. Then, like, so much shit is going on right now. I can't possibly yeah. take on more projects. Yeah. That will be changing soon. Yeah. So any other, like, popular YouTubers that you guys watch, and this is why I'm always an advocate of, honestly, like, turn off your ad block for YouTube because that's how a lot of these guys make their living. And it's um, hard. I, until you get up to, like, like, pew- well, not PewDiePie levels maybe, but below that. But, like, 
you know, again, this is how these guys supplement their income. And I personally enjoy a lot of the content that I watch on YouTube. And I tr- do try and support those guys where I can. I don't um, know. So, I, uh, anyway, uh, I'm just, that, that, that's I, like I'm my all little for soapbox. People, people watching us on YouTube leaving ad block on entirely, honestly. Uh, <laughs> it's because, not like it's making too much of an impact yeah. for us. No, but I mean, we've made I mean, all of those... 10 cents. Our, and like, I can see why people do Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm talking about like for the folks that make that their living. Like, and that is like, it is hard work. It is. The, see, yes, kind of. But these people also like, it, it, YouTube ad revenue hasn't been the way to go for a while. Yeah. Um, it's and not I mean, really I viable. I it's not, not, not to mention with the ad revenue, there's like a 50-50 chance any one of our videos will get flagged for not being advertiser friendly. So, oh, yeah, yeah. there's just that. Um, and Kofi, <laughs> anyway. Kofi mentions um, doing a D&D type podcast. We have talked about... Oh, yes. actually, funny that on is, that. That is, is a thing yeah. that we have talked about doing. Uh, because Vox is working on... And I don't know if I actually can talk about this project yet. And if I can, he's going to kill me later. But fuck it, tough. He's not here. Um, is the, the Beacon Talon is a tentative project that's starting up that's going to kind of encompass a lot of exactly that kind of thing, Kofi, with uh, role-playing stuff, uh, either one-offs or board games or... Yep. Um, yeah, we may fold some gaming into that. We, too. We've been talking about like uh, Vox and I have been talking about different camera setups we can use, and we've definitely got the portable recording ability to do it. So it is a thing that we've mentioned. There is no plans, as far as I know, to record like D and D sessions or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, uh, so there, there's a bunch of stuff going on. Eight uh, bit animals definitely is a priority. Uh, that is a thing, um, and. We have a bunch of other video projects. Like I said, I've, I've got a video project I'm doing. Roland's got a video product, project he wants to start. But yeah, uh, we do definitely enjoy the headlines. And we do enjoy where this podcast is going. I think we've actually matured a lot from where we used to be. The, because, the like, break and the reboot were good things for us, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it gave us time to step away and to realize that we're not the same people that started no. Unfurled. And like that's the thing is like back in the days of which is not the, a bad thing. It was it was good for the time. People yeah. enjoyed us. Well, even then, like back in the days of the original unfurled, I said things that I definitely don't agree with today. Right? Certainly, and like like that's the thing. I mean, I hope I did because if I agreed with everything I used to agree with, I would. That means I wouldn't have grown as a person. You've aged and matured like a fine <laughs> cheese. Yeah. So with um, mold, <laughs> with mold <laughs> and crust. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and we we've gone over this before yeah. too. Like, yeah, we're just we're not those kinds of people anymore. No, and for better or for worse, yeah. we're just older and jaded. Yeah. So anyway, um, I'm going to read this last email here because that's a thing. Um. So here we go. An email from Coyote Sky, the one that uh, just uh, pledged five bucks. Which again, thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, she says, Aloha Unfurled Crew. Well, I checked out F-List at your suggestion. I'm not sure yet how I feel about it for myself, as I have only really been to been into clean furry stuff, but I made a super secret profile anyways and had fun filling it out. It got me thinking about topics I never really, really considered before. Perhaps the fandom is corrupting me. Probably. It, happens. It, it definitely is. It does that. <laughs> I'm probably pretty vanilla compared to most furries. Anyway. Probably. It led me to this question. Do you have an anthro species preference? What are you most attracted to and why? Uh, I do. Definitely. 
Yeah, I have an answer for this. Yeah, if there's something feral, I mean, uh, they'd have to be like a dragon or something. But I I have an answer for this, but are you ready? (laughs) (laughs) You can't handle the truth. Um, Genzuka's horse. I I wonder why. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, actually, so <laughs> by all means, you guys go first. I will still answer it, but... Uh. Yeah. As far as anthrospecies, as far as species preference, that changes fucking... I, I've mentioned before, it changes fucking weekly. You know, it, it seems to rotate around, like, various beasts of burden to gators and other scalies to whales of some sort, usually orcas, to some type of feral dragon. And then, you know, it just oh, kind of goes around. Why do you find these species attractive? I, attractive. Usually because they're big and strong. I mean. Dominant? Yeah. I, mean, I guess. Maybe. Maybe. That's not really a thing that is attributable <laughs> to a particular species. Yeah, beasts of burden aren't really dominant, are they? No. Hmm. I mean, traditionally, they're the ones getting whipped, so... <laughs> And I, I don't know. I, it, I think it just you're, mostly, you're living vicariously through them. Who yeah, knows? I don't know. I think it mostly just has to do with like physical strength kind of thing. Let me I... tell you what this says about your childhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Freudian cast. <laughs> Please have a seat on the couch. Let me tell you about moment. how your love of penis means that you want to fuck your mother. So, <laughs> it, like furry species that I'm most attracted to, um, would be. Otters, bunnies, and mice. And how did I not, or I mean, how am I, color me surprised, basically. Yeah. (laughs) And you want the justification on that? Uh, At least as far as the mice and the rabbits go, is they are prey species. And I am a vorophile. So that's a thing. So yeah. (laughs) Otters are are just adorable. Otters are slippery and slide down great. Like... (laughs) So, I mean, again, kind of the same justification. <laughs> because four is just so casual. <laughs> that, is not, that is not the answer I was expecting. No, you, no, it was not. You took that from me going, yeah, I know this. Yeah, I know this. Into, wait, no, I never thought about See, it like that. This is one of those things where, like, you have a pretty good idea of what my answer was going to be. Well, I, I knew forever that you really liked otters. Uh, but the whole slip slide thing. <laughs> like... Uh. But like, even though you know the kind of answer that's coming out of my mouth, you weren't ready no, for the answer that came your out mouth? of my mouth. No, no, I, going into your mouth. I was not prepared. <laughs> uh, I guess it's my turn. Yeah. Um, so horses. Uh, Griffin's actually Griffin's first, always Griffin's first. A weighted brown nose. Jeez. You're damn right. He's bigger than me. Uh, <laughs> mm, brown nose. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God. I was making a rim job joke. And that. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> that, no! <laughs> the opinions of Roland do not necessarily express the opinions of the rest of the unfurled cast. It cannot be as It should never come back brown. It should never be brown. I'm dying. Why? 
Oh my god. Oh. Uh, in other news, three young men were found strangled to death by their own microphone cables with gravity with a fist of ecstatic laughter. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it's not supposed to come back brown. <laughs> Just for the record. Uh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, horses. Yeah. Horses, griffins, um, and canines. Any, and anything in a That's, Roman uniform. Uh, yeah, you, you slap centurion armor on there and I'm done. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah. So, question two then <laughs> for Roland ruins another fetish. <laughs> um, if you have... <laughs> If you had one day, no responsibilities, no unfinished projects, and money was no obstacle, what would you do with your time? Oh, God. I would um, take that one day with unlimited money to buy everything. Like, everything. I, I'd just go nuts. I'd be like, I'm buying 15 Lamborghinis today. Um, Actually, no, I'm just buying the dealership. Um... I was going to say, I would buy things with resale value. Yeah. Well, no, the, not the, the Lamborghinis don't. Yeah, buy some land, definitely. buy some land, buy some goddamn land. <laughs> buy a few businesses. Yeah, actually yeah. just, no, buy the world. And money was no Okay, to do it. So just because I, I have a feeling I know what she kind of meant on that is assuming the caveat of you don't get to keep anything after the one day. Or because or otherwise, get, like, that's otherwise such a cop-out no, answer. Exactly, because otherwise this is going to be another fucking, you're on you're a like, desert island, what do you take the fucking Enterprise? <laughs> you're like, you know, you get one day with no limits, and then you're like, okay, well, I use yeah. that to, I'm a, I'm a, um, like, yeah. release the it, limits on every yeah. day. Enjoy the insurance on all those Lamborghinis. Yeah. I'm assuming what she meant was something along the lines of, if you could basically make a vacation oh, yeah. out of one day and not have to spend any money. Tao would have to file for bankruptcy the next day. Yeah. Just to have them insured. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or he would be dead no, because people I, would kill him for his Lamborghinis. I'd okay. just sell half of them. Honestly. Okay. So I guess I'll answer that question first because it goes right back to what I just said for the last one is I would go to Rome. I would go and spend a for day. For a day? Huh? It takes a day to get there. Ah, but it only takes a day to build. <laughs> Um, uh, and he's uh, leaving on a jet plane because yeah. money is no object. No, I think I, I think if I had a day uh, and money wasn't an obstacle, I'd probably just grab all of my friends and fuck off to some like resort in the mountains and just party it up is what I would do. Pretty nice, too. I'd yeah. bring you guys to Rome. Like, you guys can come. It's okay. Yeah. Well, totally. I mean, totally. I, I'm not <laughs> looking forward to the 13-hour fucking plane Okay, let, let's just assume it's a Concorde or something. Uh, <laughs> uh, if only. But if yeah, only. I, that, that's honestly, like, I would spend that just, like, absolutely, just completely getting to see that, the the internal city. Like, that is, I'd still, it's an absolute bucket list thing for me, and being just, able to check that off would oh, be fantastic. Just to make for a different answer, I would... Make a Burning Man the size of Canada, call it Freezing Man, and we just had party for the entire day. <laughs> Except for there to be a Burning Man in Canada, you'd have to have it in Manitoba. It's the only place desolate enough for it to be the same. Have you been to Drumheller? <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, thank you, Gunzuka, for that, because I'm going to remember that forever. <laughs> he said, Dragon's fucking cars. 
Griffin's fucking car. car. <laughs> uh, anyway. Can't argue. Uh, what else we, is left? we do need to get you done up as a car. Yep. We're going to turn you into one of those like living machine furries. Uh, but yeah. Big hugs to you all. Thanks for the awesome show. See you next week. Sincerely, Coyote Sky. Thank you. Thank you, Coyote. Uh, and just a quick refresh. And nope, there's no more email. <sighs> Safe from Gunzuka for another day. <laughs> Freedom! Uh, you keep teasing him, but we love Gunzuka. Yeah, he teases back, though, so yes. it's all good. He is through. Um, all right, so... I guess that's the end of the episode. I guess it is. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So we would like to thank Coy- uh, Coyote Sky <laughs> yes. for the page- for the $5 pledge. Uh, we would like to thank Scream Fox and Omari, respectively, for the... Uh, the uh, thing of a J. Intro Derp. and yeah, outro. <laughs> Intro and the logo, uh, respectively. We would also like to thank all of our listeners. We love you so much. You make you you are literally the reason we do this. Um quite like all actually. like seven of you. <laughs> yeah. Um and very much very big thank you to all of our patrons. Uh and if you have any comments, questions, criticisms, anything like that, please do send us an email to us at unfurled.net. Again, that is us at unfurled.net via email. Or you can go to our website again, unfurled.net. Surprise, surprise. Bet you weren't expecting that. Uh, Shock. Where you can find links to our Twitter, our Telegram feed, our YouTube page, our all of it. Which, in if you are watching on YouTube, please uh, do like, comment, subscribe, all that bullshit, because it's great. Helps us out a lot. Um, and yeah, if you can't send us an email or can't use the website, uh, we do accept DMs on Twitter and stuff. <laughs> uh, we do keep track of that. So, yes, please do send us all that shit. Let us know what you think. We love to hear from you. Indeed. It's and great. I guess since Adam isn't here. Yeah. We love you. We'll miss you. But we can't do the Bleh. kissing noise. And as always. Be- uh, beware Adam's fuckzilla. Beware Adam's fuckzilla. <laughs> <laughs> that was a poor substitute. Yeah, it's not the same. No, it really uh, isn't. <laughs>